I'm James Van Osdell, and this is Carcon Carne from home for this episode. So after the dust settles or the snow and the ice and the sleet and snow settles from winter, homeowners in the city and the suburbs are going to look at their houses and see what the season has brought. And if you're someone who looks at your home and says, hmm, my doors have taken a beating. My windows aren't looking so good. My gutters are in trouble. I bet that was caused by the storm. Before you talk to the insurance company, you need to talk to my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. They'll give you a free nine-point inspection of your property exterior before you make that call, and you can let them assess any damages you may have, and they'll walk you through the steps of a claim hassle-free. They're an accredited member of the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating, and all their contractors are licensed, bonded, and insured. They also use the highest quality materials available at no additional charge to you. Call them at 224-677-6149 or visit SuburbanRoofingAndSiding.com. So Carcon Carne is also sponsored by 90 Days, 90 Days in the 90s. Uh, what a book. It's a fiction book, a fiction book about the Chicago music scene, something we all love, something we all covet and hold dear. I'll be talking to a Chicago band in minutes here on Carcon Carne. Andy Fry, the author, takes you back in time to the 90s so that you can relive, along with Darby, the lead character of the book, you can relive all that awesome nostalgia, all those memories of being here in the city of Chicago when it was kind of a magical time. 90 days in the 90s, if you're a Chicagoan, if you know someone connected to Chicago, some maybe an expatriate who's changed cities or states, send them this book. Tell them about this book, 90daysinthe90s.com. You can get it online on Amazon or 90daysinthe90s.com. It's car con carne. And tonight, or whenever you're watching this, my guest is the band Moon. Sapiens is the fourth full length from them. And it'll finally see a vinyl release at their show at Livewire on March 11th. Moon is part of a bill that also includes Rocket Miner and Surveillance. Moon is here. Hello, Moon. Hello. It's been years. It's funny. I've got Shen, David, and Chris here. Uh, I was talking with Shen before everyone came on. It's probably been five years since I saw you guys. Yeah. Last time we were eating tacos at La, what was it, Jalisciense? Yes, Jolly Science. Jolly That's right. Science. That's right. Like Grand Avenue and yeah. I don't even know what. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, Grand in Chicago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you know, one pandemic and who knows what later. Here we are again. I appreciate you doing this. We're doing it virtually. I'm, I'm sorry we're not eating. Sometimes I, I need to reserve the right to do these from home just because you know life gets in the way. Yeah, definitely. But here's the good news, guys. Paul Vallis is now in the runoff for Chicago mayor. Yes. He's down to the final two. He was on Carcon Carne in October. So based on that, four and a half months from now, who knows what will happen to Moon? Look what happened to Paul Vallis. It's true. Yeah, I, mean, I see a uh, position on the Cook County Council for us. That's yeah. right. Maybe, maybe like a fine arts director or like you could run the cultural center. Shen's been trying to be for years, so I think this is this is the year it's going to happen. I don't know why. The, this I, is the year. 
so Livewire on the 11th, I mentioned that. Uh, not your first time playing with Surveillance. Second time. I love it. Super cool, noisy, dystopian, fantastic mm -hmm. musical combo to play with. And what I like about this bill in particular, again, at Livewire, March 11th, I like a bill that's not the same sound from start to finish. Yeah, agreed. Surveillance is... They're very thunderous. <laughs> they are very thunderous. They, and like, I, they bring it. I love it. Yeah. I, I, that, well, that was our first show with them last year. I didn't know what to expect. When I, when I started seeing everything go up, I was like, what's happening? And they played. I was like, this is, this is fantastic. Yeah. They're very good. I like them. And I, I never know what to wear at a surveillance show. I'm like, do I wear the ball gag? I don't know. I just, I'm just going to wear the flannel. I, I think know. they asked themselves that question. What are you going to do? <laughs> You doing the apple this one this time or no? All right. All, right, yeah. All right. So this is an important show for you. Well, one, because it's a moon show and this is exciting when we get to see you live. Uh, but it's also the long awaited and truly like a year long, long awaited vinyl release for the most recent album, Sapiens. You know, yeah. we, we've done this record some time ago and, and slowly like come together and it, it was released in a digital form. But as an LP, you may know this, but vinyl pressing is a really long turnaround these yeah. days and we thought we would have it in november and then we thought we would have it in january now we have a show and the pressing plant has promised me they will have it in our hands with this show so we can't wait because it's a gorgeous uh clear red vinyl in this uh beautiful white album cover uh somewhere around here wait i have the um you have a test pressing i have a mock-up mock for you no, wait, I don't even know this. They said it will be ready for the show. Look at that. That's a, I love just the simplicity of that image. And we'll talk about that because there's video work around this. Um, yo, that looks great. Yeah, so this isn't our red vinyl, but this is what the red vinyl will look like. Forget the little label. That's yeah. not our label. But anyway, so beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here's, you know, glass half full, being po positive about this. The fact that it is such a delay and such a hassle getting vinyl pressed. It prolongs the life of the album. It gives you a way to kind of keep it out in front of the people. So glass half full. Definitely. Hooray for vinyl pressing delays. It all works out. Well, let's talk, you know, since Chris brought up the, the look, the album cover, um, the title track Sapiens, th there's a video to that. And the imagery from the album cover carries through to the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the, I don't know what song, what, the balloon thing was, um, I think that was my idea. Was that my idea? I think it was. Um, I wanted to do a video with my daughter and um, I think, but that video was originally, that, that, that video was actually for, originally for a different song. Is that right? But we decided to use it for Sapiens and it fit um that video actually was originally for after the war and then chris suggested that we do something totally different after i'd already edited the video and shot it <laughs> and i was like no man because it was cold it was brutally i mean it looks it because we went out me and my daughter went out to the lake I mean, when it was frozen, when you could walk out like 50 yards, like, like an iceberg and, uh, ice anyway, um, it was so, so, so cold. And I was like, I no, I do not want to redo this. 
And then I was like, all right, I'll redo it. And I'm glad we did because then we went out to, I don't know where, some park or someplace, wherever, and redid a different video for After the War. And then we used that footage for Sapiens. But I had this, I just like the imagery of, you know, the juxtaposition of, a, of balloons and a hammer, you know, mm -hmm. symbolism of them and a child. Um, I just thought that, it, it, I, I know in my mind why that makes sense. I just have a horrific ability of. Or, well, or David, David was talking to us about this book that he had read, *Sapiens*, oh, which yeah, kind of talked about the dichotomy of, of human drives that we are both capable of, grace and wonderment, but also self-destruction. Yeah. And what I saw in that video initially was this hammer and the balloon as symbols of those two things. So. When we were thinking about the album artwork, I was like, that's kind of perfect for, let me just shoot something that's got the balloon and the hammer tied together as the tension between these two forces of, of destruction and grace or more positive pursuits. Yeah. I love that. Now, the song, it, it, looking at lyrics, it sounds like something that was probably written during the pandemic. But I can't know that for sure. Okay. It, quite literally, I mean, I'm looking at lyrics like violence in my city is making such a sound. I hear your mama. I can hear mine too. I can hear the sirens. It's so weird. The sky is blue. That sounds like summer of 2020 to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I will say, and I, <clears throat> I've said this to the guys, but uh, uh, I don't want, first of all, I don't want this to be a conversation about me, 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 because I don't want that. But I, I will tell you that lyrically this it was very much about what we've all experienced my interpretation of it in the last two to three years and i'm so proud of the record because it you know sometimes when you write lyrics it's like you're writing from this romantic perspective but it's kind of generality kind of bullshit you know you know it's not real but this every single song had a came from a place and i'm I feel like we as a band, you know, curated each song to the best of our ability to represent that time and place. So Sapiens is about a literal, a literal event, but just that happened in our city. But um, it's also just about the general violence in our city that did happen around this time. Uh yeah, it's, it's yeah, just something. Yeah, something that happened here in my neighborhood that just really bucked me up, man. <laughs> it just really like hit me on a deep, 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 profound level. And there's we there and it, you know, just just these young kids that get killed and they have these lives that never get realized over stupidity. It's just you know, so. Anyway, without going into this is what the song is about. Um, well, I, I'm curious. I mean, that, that, that stuff that I think is interesting. Well, we can jump to After the War, which yeah. seems more like metaphor to me, unless it's no, about... No, no, okay. no. I'm just going to be very real. Guys, and if I'm talking too much, just tell me to shut up. Um, so, no, it's, it's all about you, man. And I, I, that's the most personal song I think you've ever written, and I think you should talk about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I wrote that song March 26th at 6.31 p.m., 2021 i went through a separation two weeks prior to that and uh 
I'm good now, but I was not good then. And uh, I just went into the space and just started. I just, that song came out in five minutes. And um, I think it beautifully and perfectly, well, I'll let people decide beauty, but it, it perfectly captured what I was going through in that time of my life, which was really rough. And I, I love, I think my guys, I love them so much. I could cry right now, but uh, for helping me through it, it was brutal. It's hell. <laughs> Divorce, whatever, it's hell. It's absolute hell. Um, so yeah, after the war, it was just like literally standing there. It was just the feeling of like a bomb went off and you're just standing there in utter shock. You know, you could be living your life and thinking everything is great. And then in a split second, it's just gone. You know, so. And that so, was also really inspiration for the video that we made for that, which yeah. was David's original idea. And I thought it was so powerful. That's why I kind of argued, like, I think we need to do this video. But the idea of something has occurred and you look across a wasteland of a battlefield that is your life and trying to make sense of it. Um, the video that we made for that is in black and white and it's going across a pretty dead, barren winter land uh, as our singer tries to kind of make sense of all of it. And that's a slow burn song that starts off, you know, very quiet and meditative and slowly builds to something that I think is quite cathartic, which is really, I think, a great expression of what David was going through. Well, let's talk, you mentioned slow burn. There's not really a fast anything on this album. These are long, expansive songs. You know, I think the process of writing a moon song is very, there's a bit of improvisation. We're in a space together. We're coming up with different parts. David writes like guitar melodies after guitar melodies after guitar melodies in, in this amazing way. And sometimes we just don't want to say no to any of them. Uh, so part of it is just kind of, improv well, I don't want to say we're not a jam band, but there are lots of evolutions to, to the songs. And I can't think of a single moon song that ends the way it began. And if I ever, I, I tell someone to listen to moon, I'm like, don't just listen to the beginning of the song because the end of the song will be a whole other place that you get to. Um, in a way, I feel like maybe that's, we, we, we could be more concise if you were a pop band, but I don't want to be concise. I want to let everything breathe and take on its life and take you on a journey. And why are we confined to the idea of like a three and a half minute pop song? It was just because the size of a seven inch 45 <laughs> piece of vinyl is what gotten us used to that idea. And so I don't mind listening to something for five minutes, for seven minutes, for 10 minutes. If it's good, it's good. If it takes me on a journey, it takes me on a journey. And I think the best of what Moon does is take you on a journey. It's, I also don't want to be limited to that, you know, just because a 45 RPM seven inch contains three and a half minutes of music. And that's what used to get on the radio. I don't need to stop a song at three and a half minutes if it's going well, if it's taking us somewhere. I should explain, since you just mentioned it, radio is something people used to listen to back in like the 50s, 60s and 70s. Uh, people used to hear it in their car, it came over by antenna and people would talk and songs would be played just for for like kids these days who don't know what radio is. It's yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, <laughs> I have too. It sounds it sounds like it was exciting back in the day, but who knows? Uh, all right. So March 11th, it's a Saturday night. Awesome. Uh, moon at Livewire. You will have records. 
uh, on premise for people to buy gorgeous red records uh, with these songs we talked about. I mean, we didn't get into every song, obviously, but um, Sapiens After the War, King's Cross. I mean, it's, it's just it's really good stuff. I, I think it was worth the wait, Boone. Thank Thanks. You. I also want to give a shout out. We talked a little bit about surveillance, but I'm really excited that um, playing after us is Rocket Miner, who's a fantastic band that's been on a three year hiatus, but they are just an absolutely incredible, very deep instrumental, somewhat metal, somewhat stoner gaze uh, band that uh, if you're not familiar with them already, come out and see Rocket Miner. They're amazing. I'm so psyched that they are back and going to be playing with us. Awesome. All right, Moon, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you on the 11th. Sounds Thanks, good. Thanks,